Welcome to the Interest in Health and Safety podcast, making health and safety as important as everything else we do in business. Good morning, it's Colin here. Welcome to the Interesting Health and Safety podcast. Uh, I'm doing an audio uh, as well this morning so that we can get this message out onto, onto things like Facebook and uh, Instagram and, and bits and pieces like that. I want to talk a bit about um, training and competence this morning. I'm a strong believer that getting a good plan, a good process in place on how you how you identify your training needs, how you then deliver those into the workplace, how you identify the skills that individuals need to do different jobs, really fundamental part of uh, just good management, but uh, but also good health and safety management. I go into a lot of organisations and they spend a lot of money on training, but how effective is it? It's about targeting. It's about targeting the right training to the correct people. So the sort of things I want you to think about today are are really about um, how well do you understand what skills the individual job role needs? And so doing a a really basic and simple analysis of that. And so looking at your business, you know, start right at the top with with the chief executive, the managing director, and work your way down through the different tiers of management and ultimately getting down to the people at the sharp end of the business and, and have a look at what um, you know what different skills those individuals need. Now then it's about then saying, okay, so have those individuals got those skills? And if they have, then great. If they haven't, then what this starts to do is this starts to create a, a bit of a gap and um and you end up with a with I suppose with a gap analysis. You know, what you end up uh, what you end up achieving is producing a list of activities, a list of topics that the individual the individual needs to be able to fulfill their job uh, satisfactorily. There's a whole load of different ways that you can deliver those skills and it's, and it's not all about sending people away on courses. You know, there might be that you just need to shadow people that are already doing the job. It may be that there's stuff that you can develop in-house for the uh for the individual, for the activities and the skills they need, or it may be that there are there are stuff that uh, that you do want to get uh, other people in to come and deliver. And, so, and sometimes it can be really positive to get people from outside of the business in to look at these uh, these topics, these these aspects, because because what you get with training with people in house is they really understand the business, they understand the culture, they understand the ethos. So they're able to, to bring over that element of the of the skill to the individual. When you go outside and you bring in training providers, consultants, people like that, what they can often do is they, they can sometimes bring a slightly different perspective to how an individual skill needs to be uh, implemented or developed uh, into, the, into the business. So both have got a place. What I also feel is that as you work your way down through the management structure, it probably applies all the way through, but, but the sharper that you can get the, the information over to the recipient, the better. People aren't, uh, you know, just aren't interested anymore in doing training where, you know, where they're having to sit in front of PowerPoints for, for hours and hours and hours. It's about keeping, uh, keeping to a set program, but it's about engaging, you know, getting people to, to achieve something during the course. You know, maybe there's a practical element, you know, getting out into the field to apply the learning. But then it's, it's also about making sure that the that the people, they're actually making improvement in the workplace as well. So if you're putting some kind of program together, if you're putting some kind of development together, you want to have some wins. You want to have some elements of the program 
where people are having to apply their learning into the workplace and then you see a positive effect back. Let me give you an example. Risk assessment. Risk assessment training done in the classroom. <clears throat> you know, it's not uh, particularly great. Risk assessment with a smaller element in the, uh, you know, just maybe explaining the process very, very quickly, but then actually getting out into the field and actually going out and looking at jobs and engaging with the people that are doing the work and ending up with with challenging the controls that are there and, and actually suggesting or making improvements with the workforce as part of the, the development program is a much more positive way of delivering training into the business. And I said training and competence, you know, there's there's a whole series of things that um you know that you, you need to look at. You need to look at the, the skills of the individual, their experience. There are certain elements that we're training, but even things like toolbox talks, um, just having an understanding of, uh, of the company's procedure is also important. And, and so what you're doing is you're starting to build up a matrix of needs. And that's just for the individual at that particular time in that particular role. What you also want to be thinking about is, is you want to be thinking about, okay, then well, well, how is this individual going to develop? Okay. Or who in the business is going to succeed? You know, the people that are, that are, that are moving up the management chain. So again, you know, building into your program elements of, of actually improving and developing the individual is important. The, the police are quite good. You know, if you, if you want to become a sergeant in the police, then you have to sit a sergeant's exam. Well, that's how it used to be anyway. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not sure but that's, you know, and all the way through their structure, there are different, there are different skills that they, they need to have to obtain the next, uh, the next level of their job role. And I think, you know, looking at your, your workforce, looking at the people, you know, start to build up these, uh, these elements that they need to achieve to then progress onto the, uh, onto the next stage. You know, recruiting can be so expensive. And so if you're able to, um, really successfully develop people from within your business, then you're, uh, you're going to be more successful. What we're going to do over the, um, over the coming weeks and coming months is start to look at training and competence for different topics of a different elements of different job roles in a bit more detail. Um, so that's what I'm going to say for now. And, uh, you know, good luck with this. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Interesting Health and Safety podcast. You can follow and engage on Facebook and LinkedIn by searching the Interesting Health and Safety community or go to www.influentialmg.com. And remember, let's make health and safety as important as everything else we do in business.